Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. This is Logan, and today we are doing our full review of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. So this review today is going to be split up into three different portions, being campaign, multiplayer, and zombies, seeming as how Warzone hasn't really changed other than the fact that they added the operators from Cold War into the game. Nothing has actually really changed, so we're going to just talk about the three main modes. And I'll give my thoughts on them. So, starting off with the campaign of this game. I was really excited going into this, expecting something as good as Modern Warfare, if not better, for a campaign. Seeming out BO3's campaign sucked, and um, BO4 didn't have one, I was utterly disappointed. This campaign does not speak quality to me. Like, previous Call of Duty campaigns, especially Modern Warfare's campaign. The only problem I had with Modern Warfare's campaign is the fact that they had a shit ton of villains. Right? There was, like, at least, like, five villains in that game. What, you had the Wolf, you had the Butcher, you had, uh, Hadir, and you had Barkov. Okay, four villains. But still, that's a lot of fucking villains to deal with. Now, in Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, there are some good missions, don't get me wrong. The gameplay is great. The problem is, though, is I don't like the multiple ending, you know, fucking piece. I don't like the make-your-own-character who you really don't give a shit about piece. And I don't like the multiple choices part. Call of Duty is meant to be a linear campaign story with set villains and set lines of events to happen in a canon story. The problem with these Treyarch games trying to go into multiple paths is like... How do you make those connect to Modern Warfare? How do you make those connect to anything else in the universe? That's the major problems that I have with the game. And they're fundamental to the campaign. The fact that you make your own character, which you really don't develop any sort of bond for. The fact that um, there's literally only a few good missions, like the KGB mission, um, the uh, Soviet training facility mission... And the, um, going back to the, uh, radio tower on that snowy mountain, I forgot the name of the place, but, or Yama Tower, or whatever. <laughs> so yeah, ultimately, this game doesn't even really feel like it's connected to Black Ops 1, in my opinion. Um, just the way that it's set up, it doesn't feel like BO1. I did find it funny that they started off the campaign just like BO1 with the lighter scene, but... Ultimately, another thing I was really pissed off about is they took Woods and Mason and kind of sidelined them. Like, you played as Mason a few times, but Woods and Mason in this game didn't feel mainline, right? They didn't feel like the main two characters. It was mainly Adler. Adler was the main, you know, character other than your, you know, your made-up character. I didn't like that at all. Matter of fact... I just didn't really like a lot of the directions they went in with this campaign. I liked Modern Warfare because it was straight to the line, singularity, no multiple fucking choices, no making your own character. This isn't any other video game. This is Call of Duty, right? Call of Duty needs to be set in the confines of singularity story. 
I mean, I, I get that Treyarch tried to do something new, but they did with VO3, and look at how much of a disaster that campaign was. They were so focused on the make-a-class system, create-your-own-character, that they ultimately, at the end of the day, made a campaign that story was so convoluted and confusing that you literally had to slow down the text that was rolling on the beginning of each mission just to, you know, fucking understand the storyline. There's a lot of things I don't like about Call of Duty Cold War's campaign. The campaign itself is just not the quality that it should be for a Call of Duty campaign. So, when it comes to your uh, normal Call of Duty campaigns, let's say like Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2, Modern Warfare 2, 3, and Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, the campaigns, they were in um, a singularity form where you had your main villains, it went in a sequence of events, you played as preset characters already made for you, and you developed bonds with those characters. Here's the thing. This is why making your own character doesn't work. If you make your own character, then that character tends to only be in a single game and you don't develop any narrative for that character. You don't get a voice to associate them with. You don't really get much. You don't get much of anything. Matter of fact, you, you get nothing at all. Um, and when it comes to... You know, characters like Ghost, or Makarov, or Price, Woods, Mason. These are established characters that you have a voice and a face. You have memories with these characters built. Yes, they aren't a custom-made character, but you actually have feelings for these characters. Rather you hate them, or you love them, or you're just happy to see them on screen, you have an emotional reaction to those characters. Making your own character that's only going to be in, you know, that one game kind of defeats the purpose. Because, yes, I get it. It's just a vessel, a customizable vessel that you're playing through the campaign. And ultimately, your character story doesn't matter. But it feels a lot better when you actually are playing as one of those matterable characters like Roach or Mason. I, I, I like that over what they did in this. Like I said, gameplay was great. There were some really good missions. Um, other than that, though, I just, I'm not really impressed with the campaign. I give it a 7 out of 10. The campaign, I give a 7 out of 10. It's not BO3 levels bad, don't get me wrong. It's just, I feel like that the advancements that they make in terms of the multiple endings, dialogue choices, making your own character, I feel like just cheapens the experience. It doesn't give you a definitive ending, like a canon ending. Like, I wish they really specified... What was the canon ending? Um, which I'm pretty sure we all know is the good ending. Because, I mean, obviously, if spoiler alert, Woods, you can kill Woods, Mason, and your whole team if you decide to set him up. So, yeah, that's the bad ending. But ultimately, like I said, not really a huge fan of this campaign. It's not the worst, but it is by far not the best. It is, like, in the middle there. It's kind of like with the World War II campaign. Not really anything special about this campaign. I didn't really care for it that much. May I replay it a few times? Yeah, probably. Maybe I'll end up rating, like when I do a full-on Call of Duty ranking list, I might rate this a little bit higher um, campaign-wise at some point. But, I mean, who knows? We'll see. I'll have to play it through a few more times. So now let's move on to zombies. Because this is a big thing 
that I've wanted to talk about. I'm leaving multiplayer last because, of course, we've already talked about the alpha and we've talked about the beta already. So I think Zombies deserves coverage before we get into multiplayer because we've already talked about multiplayer quite a few times. So, Zombies. Where do I begin? Zombies starts off, first of all, in the main menu. You have this new Intel system, which in D-Machine, you can collect up to, like, I think, 50 pieces of Intel. And you can either read documents, listen to radio broadcasts, or recordings, and that's really cool and all. But at the end of the day, what about the gameplay? Gameplay's great. There's a lot of great uh, gameplay mechanics that they added into this game. So first of all, let's start off with the create a class. This is something relatively new to zombies other than World War II, but this is expanded upon way more than World War II. So, by completing games of zombies, you get, like, these ether points, essentially, and you can use these points to upgrade your perks, you can use these points to specialize in a weapon class, you can use these points to essentially just unlock, like, equipment upgrades for your special item, which can be, like, a healing aura, a frost aura, a fire aura, and I think one makes you invisible, if I'm correct, so they're kind of like your gobble gums, but they're your ultimate ability, um... In this game, you also get salvage parts, which you can use to craft things such as lethals, tacticals, and equipment. Equipment being like your kill streaks, and then um, you have your tacticals, which can of course be like stun grenades, uh, stims, you know, you name it. Then of course you have your lethals like your tomahawks, your frag grenades, your semtex, your C4s, and whatnot. And also when you kill zombies... The zombies will drop lethals and tacticals. So you don't necessarily always have to be making them. You can just be picking them up. And I like that. I like the fact that you don't have to rely on crafting these things. But they're an option if you need something or you think you're going to need something. Which is really nice. Um, also, the zombies have health bars. I think that's also really nice to have. Because ultimately in previous zombie games, you didn't really know if a zombie was close to death or not. But like I said, it is what it is. Also, you can use your multiplayer operators um, in this. Obviously, there's no main set of characters, so you can use whatever. It kind of begins up like a multiplayer game. I like how when you uh, open up doors, it, there's like, you know, C4 packs that explode, open up a door. That's really cool. That's, you know, a new innovative way to open doors, because in the past, obviously, you just kind of had a lightning effect, and the fucking debris would just magically vanish. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan that they decided to add something, something to make it much more different, um, in terms of, uh, blowing up the doors or getting rid of the debris. <laughs> um, another thing that I really do like is Pack-A-Punch. It's a very easily accessible thing, because I know a lot of people are gonna say that, oh, well, that's stupid, well, you guys gotta remember, in maps like Kino or Toten, Pack-A-Punch was not a very hard map to, or very hard to access at all. All you had to do was get to the stage and link the teleporter pads and you had Pack-A-Punch. Pack-A-Punch should not be hard to get, especially considering on this map, D-Machina, the fucking zombies, dude, they go from being really stupid and easy to pick off to, like, overly fucking powered speed demon machines. And especially if you get the fucking, um, Megaton zombie... And then you kill him, and then he splits into two. Yeah, that motherfucker's a pain in my ass. I hate that zombie. More than the Margwa. So yeah, ultimately, that's going to be something to get used to as well, taking him out. 
Um, you actually get to choose your alternate ammo types that you prefer, which is nice. Uh, that's a problem in previous games, especially when it came to Easter egg steps. Um, they still keep the whole BO4 unlock the free mystery weapon ordeal in this game. The mystery weapon of the map you can get for free. You have to do like some uh, specific steps. Ultimately, I'm not an Easter egg completionist, so you're not going to be catching me doing the Easter egg. But you can catch me doing it up to the point of getting a free wonder weapon. I think that's a pretty fair investment. But yeah, at the end of the day, though, I really think that this um, zombies mode is really good. Also, you have like uh, your your body armor mode, right? You can um, pick up body armor or craft body armor. There's also a new feature called a rarity upgrade system. So rather than using your points, like I said, you get these salvage parts and you can use these salvage parts to upgrade your armor uh, through different, uh, tiers, and also your weapons can be upgraded through different tiers, so there's essentially two different ways you can upgrade your weapons, you can pack a punch them three times, and obviously the more you pack a punch of the higher the price goes, I think it's like 5,000 the first time, then the second time I think it's like 15,000, and I don't know what the third tier is, but I think it's probably gonna be something stupid like 30,000 or something like that, and then of course, if you just want to do the cheaper option, you just keep picking up parts, you go over to the dummy in the main particle accelerator room to the left of, I think it's like the morgue or, or the laboratory, and essentially <laughs> you um, go there and you can upgrade your guns through the rarities from your base to your uncommon, common, or, or, or your uncommon, rare, uh, epic, legendary status. So you can do that. So if you don't necessarily want to spend money on the Pack-a-Punch, you don't have to. You have the option to just upgrade the rarity of the gun and it will make it much better. But your base weapon will ultimately, regarding, it doesn't matter what weapon you're using, if it's a pistol, it doesn't matter if it's a AR, it's going to get really shitty really quickly. And I like that you can actually start off with whatever weapon. And they balance this really well because a lot of people were worried about the whole, oh, I'm not starting with a pistol. Well, doesn't that make zombies easier to kill? Well, not really. Like I said, introducing this weapon rarity system, your base weapon that you bring in, don't matter if it's an AR, doesn't matter if it's a shotgun, a sniper rifle, an LMG, it's gonna get weak very quickly, and you're gonna have to upgrade it. And in my opinion, I like the rarity upgrading because it, it, it's not like, you know, you, you buy a weapon in the store... And it's a epic legendary weapon, and then you just have that at the get-go. You know, you, you still have to, you know, uh, upgrade the rarity. So that's really cool. So even if you're using a um, weapon blueprint that you purchased out of the store that might be epic or legendary, it will start off as a base level weapon in zombies that you can, from there, upgrade to a higher status. Which I, which I think is really nice to have. It really makes for a complex gameplay routine, which actually really works effectively. Essentially, they give you a lot of shit to do and to upgrade, which I really do appreciate because, like I said, zombies always got stale. And also, the exfil system is really nice, too, if you want to exit the game and, you know, not just quit or, you know, die, you can actually exfil. And that'll give you some extra bonus rewards. And you can exfil, I think, at like round 10. But every five rounds after that, you can also exfil. So that's really nice. Zombies, I would say, as of right now, 
because we aren't talking about longevity, that's something we can't really talk about here on PC Boys or decide, because like I said, it just came out like a, a day ago. Um, I'm going to have to give Zombies a solid 8 out of 10. It's a really good map. The map's really good. There's quite a few training spots. There's a lot of new mechanics. They're good mechanics, and it's really fun. And the story is interesting because, yes, you can complete the main, you know, uh, story missions, but you can collect intel throughout the map, which ultimately expand upon this world and story that you already have going on. So even if you're not a, you know, person to complete Easter eggs and get the main story, you know, thing completed, you can just simply pick up a whole bunch of intel and kind of get the background of the story on what's going on. Kind of like with Doom Eternal and your codex entries that you pick up. It's like that, except it's a whole bunch of different things that you could pick up. It's, you know, field reports, radio logs, radio transmissions. There's just a lot of different things that you can pick up and collect for intel. I'm still currently trying to find more intel, but it's just really awesome that they have intel scattered all over the fucking map and that it helps build upon the story that's already there which is nice and obviously you're gonna get more of that with the more maps that come out so d machina to me is the start of what's going to become a bigger more expansive zombies experience to come i don't think d machina was supposed to be this big bombastic opening map Right, You want to start Black Ops off really good, but you don't want to, you know, come out with everything on the first map. Because if you show all your hands on the first map, there's no surprises in store for the next maps. We know that probably every map's going to have some specific wonder weapon. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I think as the maps progress, the story and the original storyline is going to pop up more and more frequently. The one thing I'm still confused on is, is the zombies and campaign intertwined? Or is the zombies its own, you know, its own universe doing its own thing with the campaign characters included in that universe? Or is it running parallel to the, zo- or to the campaign universe post-campaign? Or during the campaign? Because in all honesty, I couldn't fucking tell you if it's going, if it's in the, you know, canon of the campaign, or if it's just its own thing. That's something I kind of want clarified and figured out as time goes on, but yeah, that's, that's really it. That's really the, uh, the only thing I want answers to, but I would say solid mode. So, finally and lastly, multiplayer. So, multiplayer is an interesting aspect of the game because, in all honesty... Yet again, I had this fear in the beta. I'm not a huge fan of this multiplayer. Like, Black Ops Cold War, the only thing I seem to want to play the game for is zombies. And because obviously I beat the campaign, and Warzone is directly connected to Modern Warfare right now anyways. You have to load up Modern Warfare to get to Warzone. But when it comes to the campaign, when it comes to everything going on is ridiculous because the campaign right is meh you beat it you have zombies that's really good but then the multiplayer the multiplayer yes they made some weapon updates nerfs and balances but i mean other than that and maybe a shortened time to kill 
I'm not a huge fan of the multiplayer right now. Now, you got to remember, this has only been out for a day, and I'm giving my review based upon the amount of shit I've played. I've already beaten the campaign, and I've seen all the endings. I've fucking been playing zombies nonstop. I have literally not even touched multiplayer a hell of a lot because I played a shit ton of the beta and the alpha. So, at the end of the day, I'm not really a huge fan. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the multiplayer I just, I think that it's slowed down compared to Modern Warfare. I prefer Modern Warfare's multiplayer over Black Ops Cold War's multiplayer. I still catch myself going back to Modern Warfare, even though Black Ops Cold War has come out. The only thing Black Ops Cold War has going for it, in my opinion, for me, is zombies. And other than that, that's pretty bad. You know, you would think that the current multiplayer would drive me in. Obviously, until they launch their first, you know, DLC weapons, battle pass, maps, and stuff, you're not really going to catch me on Cold War, I don't think. There's just not a huge content offering with Cold War. You get one zombies map in Dead Ops Arcade, which I haven't even touched yet. Um, you get that um, at launch. You get, you know, multiplayer, quite a few new maps. You get some good guns. I, I'm, I am happy, and I will say I'm happy to see the AUG back. I'm happy to see some LMGs back. I'm happy to see... A lot more kill streaks. There's a lot of good things there, but like I said, the core gameplay of Cold War is just slower to me than Modern Warfare. In turn, I still like Modern Warfare better in terms of multiplayer. I think Modern Warfare has the multiplayer right where I like it. Fast-paced and fun. Cold War has me with zombies. And that's it, you know? Like, I'd rather play zombies over fucking special operations and, you know... Um, Modern Warfare any day. But at the end of the day, you're not going to catch me playing Call of Duty Cold War's campaign a lot. You're not going to catch me playing Call of Duty uh, multi or Cold War multiplayer a hell of a lot. Not at least until the first you know season launches. Because ultimately, the, the multiplayer to me just doesn't grip me. And a lot of my friends right now don't even have Cold War. And that's another thing. A lot of my friends don't have the game. So... There's also that. If my friends were on Cold War, I'd, yeah, I'd be on Cold War a lot more than Modern Warfare. But Modern Warfare, I still have the Battle Pass to be, you know? So, there's a lot going on right now. Um, building up to that new season. So, at the end of the day, Call of Duty Cold War to me is a 7 out of 10 game. The campaign's a 7, the multiplayer's a 7, and the zombies is at an 8. The zombies being easily the best part of this entire bundle because, like I said, zombies is the only thing that innovated and did something so new and different that I actually enjoy it. It revitalized something in, in the franchise in a good way. It kind of did what Cold, or World War II zombies did for me. And it, the funny thing is... World War II, I could actually consider to be better than Cold War. The campaigns, I would both rate about a 7 on both games, but the multiplayer in Cold War, I at least could rate that an 8. I could at least give the Cold War, or Cold War, World War II multiplayer an 8 out of 10. I can't with Cold War. Cold War just, it feels a little too slow for me. So, at the end of the day, um... You know, and then the zombies offering in World War II, I also would give an 8. I think that, at the end of the day, World War II would be a 8 out of 10 game, and then Cold War would be a 7 out of 10. 
And I know a lot of people are going to be thinking, that's pretty fucked, man. Like, how, how can you see World War II to be better? Look, we all have our own preferences. And in my opinion, I don't think Cold War is really a great COD. I played the campaign. I was utterly depressed with it, um, to say the least. It, it gave me some World War II vibes. I'm not going to lie. This, this game felt more like a World War II... Um, it felt more like a World War II sequel, but in the Cold War, than it did a sequel to the original Black Ops games. So, yeah, um, ultimately, it's just, it, that's kind of what it felt like to me. The Zombies is easily the best thing in the bundle. Warzone is more of a Modern Warfare thing, because like I said, you have to load up Modern Warfare to play Warzone. Um, and the only offering in Warzone right now for Cold War is the characters, and that is it. There's nothing new. So, when I look at the whole situation, guys, I'm sorry. I just, I don't like Cold War over World War II. And I, I consider Cold War to be in the batch of meh COD games. <laughs> like, if we're gonna talk about, like, God-tier CODs, okay? We have Call of Duty... Four, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops 2, Black Ops 1, and my personal favorite, well, other than Black Ops, World at War, I thought was really good. Then you get into the okay Call of Duty, such as COD Ghosts, Call of Duty, Adva or, or Infinite Warfare, Cold War, World War 2, and then you get like a shitty Call of Duties, like fucking Advanced Warfare, Oh, fuck. I'm not even considering, like, the old cause, like, 2, 1, and stuff, because, you know, they aren't, they aren't what the Call of Duties we know to be. Oh, I feel like I'm missing a game, though. Oh, fuck. No, BO3 was, BO3 I would consider to be in the okay section, too. The only really shitty Call of Duty that I had no fun with was Advanced Warfare. That's the only Call of Duty I, I can say that I don't like at all. It's the only one I don't own, and I don't plan on owning it, because I didn't like it. So yeah, ultimately Cold War is just in a bunch of mediocre CODs. World War II, Infinite Warfare. I mean, me personally, I didn't think Infinite Warfare was as bad as everybody made it out to be. It was like BO3, but slower. But I still enjoyed Infinite Warfare. I enjoyed the multiplayer, I enjoyed the zombies, I enjoyed the campaign. I relatively enjoyed that entire game through. I enjoyed Black Ops through. I enjoyed a lot of the games through and through. It's just with this game, with Cold War, dude, it's just, it doesn't stand up to what I look at Black Ops as. You cannot top Black Ops 2 or 1. Black Ops 1 and 2 are just two games that, th this was back in Treyarch's prime storytelling. You had Dragovich, Krevchenko, Steiner, Menendez. You had some of the best villains. In this game, we have Perseus. Perseus. This motherfucker is literally a villain you don't even get to see on screen that often. You see Perseus in the good ending, I think like two, three times, one in a flashback, one when he's fucking offing people. So, no, actually. I think you only see him, like, twice. Really. And then in the bad ending, you know, you get him helping you murder your whole fucking crew. But yeah, Perseus is, um... Yeah, he's not that good of a villain. There's just not much to him. He's not 
under, he's not operating underneath the Soviet Union. And, um, yeah. He's not operating underneath the Soviet Union. He's kind of AWOL doing his own thing. And, yeah, it's just, his character, there's not much to his character other than, yeah, he's going to blow up the nukes. He doesn't really have a motive. I mean, let's look at Kravchenko, Steiner, and Dragovich. Okay? Dragovich, I can at least say, has a motive in terms of he wants the United States destroyed. He wants the United States to suffer, and he's going to use the Nova 6 to do, to do that with sleeper agents in the United States, which is awesome. Well, well, obviously, not killing the United States isn't awesome, but you know what I'm saying. He has a pretty awesome, um, you know, motive. In terms of just classic bad guy, and then Kravchenko's his right-hand man, and then Steiner's a fucking Nazi scientist who developed Nova 6, something that will become classical to the zombie games, including the, the fucking Nova 6 crawlers. And then with those games, you had the classic multiplayer. Like, literally didn't change much from game to game, but it was so such a good formula, you didn't need to change much. Other than the weapons... Other than that, though, the, the games were relatively good. Modern Warfare's multiplayers and Black Ops multiplayers, BO2 probably being the best. Great. Zombies, great. But when I look at Call of Duty Cold War, I don't look at this as a Black Ops game. It feels more like a World War II game, like a World War II sequel, than a Black Ops sequel. The whole sneaking around fucking... um. Sneaking around Germany. The wall. Yeah. That whole shit felt a lot like World War II. And the KGB headquarters felt a lot like World War II. I also do... I, I also am happy that they have Imran Zakaev. Yes, Victor Zakaev's father officially connecting this to Modern Warfare in the game in the KGB headquarters. That's really cool. But... If you think that that's going to keep me at a, oh yeah, really good fucking, you know, area and really happy, it's not. It's not going to fly well with me. You know, it's like, it's really cool and nice, but when the overall package that you're getting is not up to your standards, it's a problem. And like I said, Cold War to me is a big disappointment because... When you look at games like Black Ops 1 and 2, it's like, you got you got to somehow get back to those days, right? You got to have a villain that everybody fears but also loves. You got to get, um, you got to get a good single story going along, get the main cast involved like Mason and Woods. You got to get them more involved than they were in this game. You got to do so much shit to earn the people's trust that is purchasing your product. And unfortunately, they didn't do much. They had zombies. Multiplayer's meh, and the campaign's meh. It's not great, it's not terrible, but it's nothing to ride home about. It would be a fucking Call of Duty game I'd get at $20 at Walmart when it went on sale down the road. It's not a Call of Duty game I'd say, hey, go rush out and get right now. I pre-ordered the $90 edition. Do I think my investment was worth it? Well, that's more of a long-term decision than a, you know, day-later decision. 
But at the end of the day, guys, I gotta say, Cold War, look, if you're looking for a game for zombies, this is your game. Like, you're gonna have plenty for zombies. Yeah, you only get one map, but there's plenty of changes to the, you know, um, gameplay system for zombies that, you know, like the mini-map and everything, that I think there's a lot to do for zombies. Multiplayer, you know, you're kind of getting your standard multiplayer, just slower time to kill than Modern Warfare, you know, multiplayer isn't a humongous change. And then if, you, you, if you're here for the campaign offering, if you're expecting this to be BO1, BO2-esque, uh, you're going to be very, very disappointed. The campaign, in my opinion, was not really that good at all. I was listening to somebody that was saying that it was like one of the best campaigns since BO1. I wholeheartedly disagree with that statement. This is not even remotely on the level of those campaigns. And it shouldn't even be considered in the same ballpark as those two amazing campaigns. But, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be my review of Call of Duty Cold War, giving this a complete 7 out of 10 rating as it currently stands. I will, of course, be uh, doing reviews on each season's content in terms of both Battle Pass. Is it worth the buy? Is it not? Um, Talking about the weapons, the maps, um, and the content offered after launch. I will be doing that just like I did with Modern Warfare. But at the end of the day, um, that it, when, when those things come up, I will report on them. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed, and I will catch you all in the next one.